0: Southern California Live KKLA KPRz Wednesday afternoon I'm Bob Lapine thanks for joining us for today's program and I I just am wondering if you are still feeling what I think some people are still feeling that that Ram's Sunday, Hangover the happiness hang I'm not talking about i no, I'm not talking about that kind of hangover. I hope you're not feeling that. hope you never felt that. I hope though there was a little bit of couldn't help but feel a a little bit of uh endorphin rush when the rams won on Sunday, right again, unless you moved out here from Cincinnati. And I'm just wondering if that's still lingering with you at all. Here it's Wednesday, still just a little kind of a, a a smile in the back of your mind. That was it was a nice game to win. Part of the reason I bring this up is I, I read something. We're not going to talk football today the whole hour today, but I read this and thought you guys just need to hear this. I, I this was not on ESPN. This did not make the the major sports networks, but. Somewhere in the uh, post-game conversations with the players, uh, there was an extended interview with Cooper Cup, And, you know, we played on Monday the fact that he had talked openly about his faith in Christ, trusting God. So he was asked about that, and he shared a little story. Did you hear about this? He, he said in 2019, when the, um, the the Rams lost to the Patriots, well, I'll, I'll let him tell the story, okay? So let's just punch it up, and, and here's what Cooper told the press. Listen to this.
1: It was uh in 2019 we walked off the field that last uh, that last time after losing to the Patriots I wasn't able to be a part of that thing but I don't know what it was there's just this vision that God revealed to me that we were gonna come back we were gonna be a part of a Super Bowl we were gonna win it and uh, and somehow somehow I was gonna walk off the field as the MVP of the game and. I shared that with my wife because I couldn't tell anyone else, obviously, what that was. But from the moment this postseason started, there was just a belief. Every game, it was just, it was written already. Um, It was written already, and and I just got to play free knowing that, um, you know, I got to play from victory, not for victory. I got to play in a place where I was I was validated not from anything that happened on the field but because of my worth in in God and in my father.
0: <laughs> How about that, huh? Now look I, I I don't know. I mean you I, I don't know where you are with vision word from the Lord that kind of of thing. I know different folks re- respond differently to that and you got to be real careful about visions and word from the Lord, right? Everything gets tested by scripture uh but but it sure seemed like um whatever was quickened in cooper's spirit uh, well it's what happened and uh just kind of an, one of those interesting things that he tucked away for 2 years and didn't tell anybody about except his wife and then looked what happened anyway i, I just thought want to make sure you knew about that i i uh I, I love when athletes, in their moment when the spotlight's on them and everybody's saying, "Look at what you did," when they're able to say, "Now look what God did," and they can deflect and turn the attention and point to the fact that there's something bigger than a football game, something bigger than sports, something bigger than business, something bigger than 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 everything. So anyway, I thought we ought to start with that today. Here's uh, here is what I thought we ought to talk about. You know, yesterday, if you were here yesterday, we spent two hours talking about private Christian schools here in Southern California. Uh, it, we had the, uh, the KKLA half-price tuition event going on. It kicked off at 3 o'clock yesterday. There are still, by the way some of those half price vouchers available for those of you who would like to enroll in one of the two dozen schools that we partnered with to help make this happen. And you can find out more go to our website kkla.com, if you're interested or you can call us if you're ready to uh, to, to enroll 888-321-2469 is the number. But we're talking about these schools and it was for for me it was Really encouraging to hear the voices of so many private school teachers, administrators, coaches, the people we had on sharing about their passion. Their, You you could hear in their voice, this is not just a job they've got where they're punching a clock. This is a mission for all of these folks. The training, the discipling of the next generation, our kids, helping to mold and shape. I remember hearing the word Christian worldview over and over again. I remember thinking about what so many parents' experience has been for the last two years and thinking it's nice to hear parents who are saying we love the school setting, we love the teachers, we love the way things are being run, our kids are in a good place. We're not hearing much about that when it comes to schools these days, right? And it took me back to um, a, a series that Dennis Rainey and I did on the Family Life Today radio program. This was more than 20 years ago. But we wanted to explore how do parents make a decision about schooling choice for their children? Really, four big categories of schooling choice that parents have to stop and consider one is the default choice you send your kids to public school it's free it's close maybe um, and it's what most of your neighbors are doing and you just go all right we'll do that second choice parents make is a private uh, a private school that is academically focused and by that, I would mean a prep school, a school where uh, they really are uh, – the, the whole focus is acad- academic achievement. I say that's the whole focus. A lot of these these private prep schools these days, that's not the whole focus. The whole focus is we, we can help get junior into a, a, a prestigious college, and it's going to cost you a ton right now, and there's going to be some – social engineering that goes on in a lot of these places. I mean, private prep schools are maybe a good place academically, more likely a dangerous place spiritually, in a lot of cases these days. But that's an option that parents face, right? Third option is the one we talked about yesterday, private Christian school. This is typically a whole lot less expensive than the private prep schools are. the academic standards are often challenging. They're there to match the student's uh, interests and abilities. They're there to to help the student excel at whatever level that student is able to excel. It, it's not a, uh, a situation where if you can't cut the mustard, you should be looking somewhere else. No, they're going to help your child achieve and do the best your child's able to do academically Socially, but but there's always a, a spiritual undergirding to it. And then the fourth choice is homeschooling. Moms and dads who have decided we're just going to do this ourselves. I, I shared with you yesterday that for Marianne and me, uh, we homeschooled kids uh, until a certain point, and then we did private Christian school. After that point, it was different for different kids. Every year, we said, "Do we think what do we think's right for next year?" For each child. Is it time for them to be doing something different? Um, and so we, ha- we faced this issue every year, like, like a lot of you do, facing the issue, what are we going to do with our kids from a schooling standpoint? And as I was thinking about those options, we, we went to our listeners. This was back when we were putting the series together, and we said, we'd like to know the choice you made and why you made the choice you made. And we heard right away from a ton of homeschooling moms and dads. I would say the group that was the most passionate, the most on fire, the loudest advocates for their choice were the homeschooling parents. And I think part of the reason for that is because in this culture, homeschooling parents are looked at as being a little weird and I think a lot of these homeschooling parents were trying to say this is not weird at all. In fact, there's a lot of advantage, a lot of benefit. Marianne and I would both say there is a ton of advantage to homeschooling. If that's an option that that's available to you, it's worth looking at and worth considering. We we would look back and say uh, that was a that was a good choice, and maybe could have gone on longer than we did. With homeschooling, by the way, our kids did just fine socially and academically. Uh, In case you're wondering, they turned out just fine, Uh, got into the colleges they wanted to get into, had scholarship opportunities, so... But anyway, we heard from a ton of homeschooling parents. Then the next group we heard from, we heard from a lot of public school parents, parents who had purposely, intentionally chosen public schools, not by default, but by conviction. These were parents who said, we want our kids to be salt and light. We want our kids to learn how to uh, deal with the challenges that they're going to face in life they're going to live in this world they need to learn now how to adapt how to adjust they need to have their their faith pressure tested along the way they need to know what they stand for and why they stand for it and public schools are, are going to they're, they're going to be a refining process they picked public schools as their as their convictional choice it wasn't just well it's free and down the street it was no we have a reason a a A biblical reason for why we're doing this. The third group we heard from were the the parents who had their kids in private Christian schools. And for a lot of those parents, when, when I talked to them and I said, why did you pick a private Christian school? A lot of them said, well, we didn't feel safe with the public schools and we didn't think we could homeschool. So it was basically, this was the this was the option that seemed best to us because one was bad and we didn't think we could do the other one. I, I kept waiting for a lot of these parents to say, we picked a private Christian school because uh, this was our our intentional purpose, not just we didn't want X, but, but here's why we picked what we picked. Now, that was, again, that was more than 20 years ago, the calls we got. So I thought it would be interesting today, since we were talking about schools yesterday, We had people calling in and enrolling in private Christian school. I just thought, I wonder what the lay of the land is today in Southern California with our listeners. I wonder how many of you all, what choice have you made? Why have you made the choice you've made? Do you feel good about that choice? Are you you rethinking your choice for next year? And I just thought it would be an interesting conversation and dialogue to have. Here's the other thing I'm I'm wondering. In the last two years, with whatever choice you've made, um what have been the the educational uh, downsides to the choice you've made and what have been what's been the upside like things like distance learning or masks in the classroom or th- those kinds of things as you've looked on those things have those things caused you to go we got to look at some other options or have you looked at it and said you know there's some advantage to distance learning with our kids so it's you and me in this first hour and i thought this is what i'd love to hear from you about Eight 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 fifty two talks is the number. 8 and 8 excuse me 888 528 2557 you can email us at socal live at kkla.com but it would be great to hear from you and to have you weigh in on the schooling choices you've made for your kids and again are you thinking about something different for next year the number of homeschoolers has jumped exponentially between last year and this year and a lot of the people who are homeschooling now are not homeschooling for spiritual reasons. They're homeschooling because the public school situation became untenable for them. And they just said, why are we doing this? And they're, they're picking up some of them are moving to a new place and they're looking around and going, the schools aren't great here. We just do it ourselves. Uh, Again, eight 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 fifty two talks the number eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. What's the choice you've made, or maybe you're done with the the schooling of your kids? You're where we are in our in our uh, life, and you're. If, if somebody came to you today and said, "I'm I'm wrestling with this, trying to make a, a right decision, praying about it," what advice would you give me? um i have to be honest the if if somebody came to me and said we we feel strongly that our kids should be in the public school i would say to them you just need to recognize that in making that choice you better be hyper connected to what's going on in the classroom What's going on in the hallway? What's going on all across the school setting? Parents who choose public schools have got to be choosing for themselves a decision to be hyper-involved in their child's education. I, I don't mean helicopter. I just mean you can't just send them off and think everything's going to be okay. Okay. Eight 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 fifty two talks is the number, eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. If you have chosen private Christian school, have you, is that a choice you've been happy with? Tell me about that. Tell me, tell me what you see as the real advantage to a private Christian school education. Again, we're fans of that here at K K L A. That's why we we've done the half price tuition event for the last couple of years, why we did it yesterday, kicked it off. It's still available. You can find out more on the website, kkla.com. If you're homeschooling, if they, I'd, I'd love to talk to you if this has been your first year of homeschooling, because I'd love to know if it's been harder than you expected it to be. Or if you would look at it and go, um, you know, it's, it's worked out a lot better than I thought it was going to work. I'd just love to know what your first year was like. So uh, let us know the option you picked. Give us a call, and let's uh, let's talk about that. 888-528-2557. 888-52-TALKS is the number. Vivian in LA has called in this afternoon. Vivian, welcome to Southern California Live.
2: But I thought I was talking to you before my two cents in and that is that I sent them to a Catholic school and I realized that that was not the priority of their teaching and I didn't like that. I wanted my kids to be growing up learning about Christ and learning about to love the Bible and to love the way of this life. And that was that took a back seat to the education about other things and I didn't like that.
0: Let Interesting. Out. So, so let so, me ask you: You sent them to a pro, to a Catholic school. Is is yes, that, I did. that that? Do you go to mass? Are are you Catholic? Yes. Okay. So
2: I you, do, s- I do send my children. though I. This is my grandkids. I'm raising now. But even my kids, I sent them to uh, VBS, and those were different religions. You know, I'm not opposed to going to other right. um, churches. Actually. You no, know, I get
0: something from everything really. <laughs> so sorry but, but no, that's okay. But in sending them to a to a Catholic school, what you found you're saying was that the spiritual component was was uh, pretty weak there.
2: It was so not there. You know have you ever seen those signs? Um are like uh I don't know. There is no failure. What what's that one? We don't believe in failure or whatever. Okay, first of all, I have, I have a opposition to that. Failing is just a way to learn about how to succeed. You know, so why make anybody? Hmm. Uh, in other words, I just, just didn't feel that love. That's a very small example, but that was I think the one that broke the camel's back.
0: Did they I not, did not have? Did, did they not have religion classes every day? Did the kids not have to go to mass? And that was that not a part of the? They had the, to go to
2: mass. They, they did have to go to mass, and I appreciate that. But they didn't have an actual—they um, taught religion. It was in into whatever else they were teaching. But when I'd ask my kids later stuff about the Bible, they really didn't know. They did not know what I was talking about. Yeah, and yeah. I'm older, so I always went—I mean, we used to go after school to uh, religious classes, and we'd go on a bus on Saturdays to go to, you know, religious classes. But still, they should have been teaching them that. So anyway, I don't want to talk—trash talk them. But it's just that I feel very strongly, yes, you asked the question, and to me, if I could send my kids to a school that would just teach religion and Bible-based theory or that, I would be very happy because I think the other stuff would come. It's not the other way around. I'll I'll tell you.
0: I'll tell you what, I'd I'd look on our website at KKLA.com and look at some of the private Christian schools that we're in partnership with, because I think that's the focus for a lot of these private Christian schools. And I would just say to to all of you as parents, um, the, the fact that a school has Catholic or Lutheran or Episcopal or some denominational brand or affiliation in the title, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to have a spiritual environment. A lot of them are just prep schools with some kind of a moral background. Vivian, thank you for your call. I, our lines are open at 888-52-TALKS, 888 2557 We're talking about school choice, why you make the choice you make, and how happy you are with that. And again, I'd, I'd love to talk to a first-time homeschooler. If you've homeschooled for the first time in the last couple of years, I'd just love to know your experience on that. Uh, lines are open. 888-52-TALKS. Jim, hang with us and we'll come back after the break and talk to you as uh, your Wednesday edition of Southern California Live continues. 888 888- Fifty-two talks is the number eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. We're talking about school choice this afternoon on Southern California Live on KKLA. I'm Bob Lapine. I'm trying to to hear from parents about the choices you've made, about why you've made the choices you've made, and how happy you are with those choices. Jim is on the line in uh, LA. Jim, thanks for calling Southern California Live. Yeah, how are you
3: doing this afternoon?
0: I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm fine. It's a little hard to hear you. I'll do the best I can. I just I'll, I'll shout as
0: loud as I can, okay?
3: Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'll shout back a little bit. But uh, I, I'm an educator. I've been teaching for five decades. Uh, I retired in 2010, came back as a substitute. Uh, as far as my son's education was concerned, uh, we lived in an area where the uh, schools were, I consider, subpar. For what I wanted to achieve for my son. So we moved into a, uh, an area where the schools, you know, schools are rated from 1 to 10. So we, we uh, moved from an area where the schools were around a 4 to an area where all the schools were a 10. You yeah. know, We have a little bit more mobility than most people, but 10 means they're, they're, they're performing at the highest level.
0: And, so, and you're, when you talk about performing at the highest level, you're talking about the academic form, formation. Did you find... Of course, you were a public school teacher yourself, right?
3: Right. And, you know, most public school teachers, their, their children do well, not because they were born bright or, or more intelligent than anybody else, but because, uh, I think, because when the teachers understand that the real learning, the quintessential to learning is with the parents and the involvement that you have with your children on a constant basis. And I would sit there at the table every night with my son, uh, ask him about his homework, what he was doing. And then I tried to add to whatever he was doing, even if that included that I I would read the chapter. And so I get an idea of what they were studying and try to add to that. And, constantly uh, working with the child to interact with the real society that they're going to enter into.
0: Parental involvement in a child's education, there's, there's no substitute for that, is there?
3: There is no substitute for it, absolutely. And so, that's what I, I, there are exceptions. You have these self-motivated individuals that are extremely bright, and you know that they're more intelligent, or will be more intelligent than you are. Just the way they act, the way they perceive things, uh, and and uh, there's just little things you look for that that tell you, okay, they they understand it, and they're taking advantage every single day. They're in school, they're learning, where other students every single day they're falling further and further behind. So, so Jim, so, let me uh, let me ask you know,
0: about about the parents who are are. Looking at public schools and going, it feels to me like public schools—not not not academically, in some cases academically—but in some cases, there's there's less emphasis on education and a lot more emphasis on indoctrination these days. And I I would not send my kid to a public school. What would you say to them?
3: Uh, You know, it's interesting you use the word indoctrination, and you know, uh, because I have covered several decades and stuff. uh, Right now, it I I've always contended that we were that we were there to educate that we don't promote uh, political agendas. Uh, but today, the politics in the public schools has has taken over. It's uh, taken over the school where there, where now teachers are being micromanaged. Uh, the content of what they present, the way they present it. Uh, 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 there's a heavy social aspect to to education today like I, I've never seen before.
0: So if you were coaching a young couple and they're thinking we've got a, a first grader, a second grader, would you say you need to think twice about public school or not?
3: Well, you know, I, I you you're, there's one that I know about the public school, and my son went to a parochial school. He went to a Catholic school until he was uh, uh, going into sixth grade, all right? And there was a lot of advantages to that. Uh, most parochial schools are very underfunded, and they, they, they don't have the same resources as a lot of these other schools, and especially the newer schools that are being built where they're sp- spending you know, eighty, million, $100 million on these schools. To bring in all the technology, which is really nice, uh, the parochial schools probably don't have the same kind of resources. But that didn't mean that my son didn't get—he uh, got more moral fiber from the uh, from the parochial school. Uh, and he was also more involved with activities because they were smaller, all right? smaller groups of people, and allowed yeah. him to participate in a lot of activities that he might not be able to participate in, in a larger school. But eventually he went to a school that, uh, a high school that was 3,500 students. Yep. And they were it a top performing, one of the top performing schools. Uh, academic performance was extremely high. But, you know, it, I think that in the earlier years, you know, the um, Tokyo school uh, did teach him, you know, uh, humanity taught them you know, about how to live and, and how to be a good person and stuff, and that is very, very valuable. But again, I don't care what school you go to, uh, the parent involvement at all levels is very essential to the yeah. and, and developing an all-around person. You know, you just... Academics you're gonna need for sure, but what kind of person are you? What kind of contribution are you gonna to make to your family and to your
0: community? Did you yeah, say? Did that. you say fifty years for you in education, Jim? Well, just forty-eight. <laughs> just forty-eight. Okay, let me just say thank you, because anybody who is is dedicated, committed. I mean, I, I think anybody who's a, a school teacher, public school, private school, you don't go into this vocation because you're just looking. You're not looking to get rich, and you, you do it because it's a calling. And so thank you for the for the faithfulness, the calling, for being connected with the kids, for how you've handled that, Jim. And thanks for calling in this afternoon, Southern California Live on KKLA. The number to call is 888-52-TALKS. We're talking about school choice. Pamela's with us on the line in Los Angeles. Pamela, thanks for calling.
4: Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, I just want to comment that I choose um, homeschooling last year. While we were in COVID, because it was my, I uh, mean, it was the first time my kid was gonna go to school, and I didn't think it was a good, you know, time to like, and it was not school anyways. So, uh, but my experience was like um, uh, here at home, you know, he learned a lot, but I could see his uh, spiritual growth was a lot, you know, because I was really focusing like talking about the Bible, the the characters of the Bible, you know, like you know, like doing like little worships with him. But now that he's in the, you know, he's not, he's not in, he's in a charter school now, in kindergarten. Okay. But I see, you know, that um, the spiritual side, it's, I mean, I cannot expect that from there. But uh, he's facing a lot of things like, Mommy, why, sh- why should I, like, pray? Because none of my friends pray when they, they eat, you know. And they don't know about, like, Joshua or Daniel, you know, like, the people that we talk at home. So I think it's, like, a little, like, challenging, you know, when you're, like, in a Christian family. And you have to go to like a you know a place that nobody has the same belief like you. Yeah. And um, I heard that you say some parents choose public schools because they want their kids to face you know what's reality, what's the real life. But I was raised, in a, you know, and I was uh, I was in a in a Christian school since later, and I remember um, uh, it was really like you know meaningful for me because I grew up with teachers, you know, that they always like encouraged me like looking, seeking for God, you know, reading the Bible. And when I was facing, like, problems with, like, any, like, subject in class, like, trusting God that he was going to give me the knowledge, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I think it's really, like, important, you know, when they are little, like, you, you think twice about public schools or, like, if you had the opportunity to, like, send them to, like, Christian schools or private schools, I don't know. Um, it's,
0: it's, it's a good option, you know? Have you thought about homeschooling again, Pamela?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm being honest. You know, I, I'm not 100% satisfied with the decision that we made. I'm really like thinking, start looking at an opportunity like to like a Christian school for my son, cause he's really like into like the Bible. You know, I I, right. I love to see how he knows a lot more than when I was his age. You know, and I think maybe he's gonna like lose that like like um that that passion if he doesn't keep like going. You know, like because I know that I'm that now that I'm working. You know. We, we spend less time together, but I try always to keep on like, oh, do you know we're going to learn today about this and how, you know, Daniel faced you know, like he was a different kid and, you know, with the other kids. And I try always to focus on the Bible, you know, and tell him that he, God is with him that whatever things he faces in school time. He can always like know that God is with him, you know, that Jesus is with him. And um, it's something that has worked for me, but I don't know how long it's going to work, you know. Cause yep. he's going to be facing different like ages, different friends, different people around, you know? And, but it's important, like they can like, you know, like, like uh, share, interact with people that they, they believe the same belief, you know? And um, so, yeah, I really love, you know, the talk that you had today. Cause I was uh, this year, I mean, this week, you know, the, I don't know if you knew about the kid that suicide, like because yes. of bullying, you know? And um, uh, it was a sad story. And I was just, God kept in my mind, you know, in the night I was praying to the Lord, and I say, please, God, I just pray you that you keep my son, you know, like, you angels are with him. I know uh, if I'm not able to, like, search up, like, a private school or a Christian school, because that's my desire, and I'm it's something that I want to work with, you know, uh, You know, like, a school that he can just, like, keep on, like, he stayed on, you know,
0: but... Well, Pamela, I appreciate your call. I appreciate your thoughts on this. And and uh, if Christian school is one of the things you're thinking about, please do check out the website kkla.com, and look at the options for first year enrollment, some half price tuition. That may be something you want to consider. Uh, and and I would, as we have this conversation, I, I I would love to hear from those of you who have experienced um, a, a shift in the last two years, whatever the shift has been, where you said we were doing this, we shifted to this, I, I just want to know why you're making that choice. And that's what we're going to talk about this afternoon. So number lines are open, Eight 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 fifty two talks is the number, 888 528 Donna, you hang tight. We'll come back to you after we take this time out and continue the conversation when the Wednesday edition of Southern California Live continues. 888-52-TALKS is the number, 888 Southern California Live on a Wednesday afternoon. I'm Bob Lapine. We're talking about school choice and about school choice options. Lines are open. We'd love to hear from you. Donna's been hanging on with us from Baldwin Park. Donna, welcome to uh, Southern California Live. Have we got you there, Donna? Are you there? I hear something. All right. All right. We'll try one more time. Donna, you there?
5: Hi. This is Monica calling from Bonaparte.
0: Ah, got it. Monica, thanks for calling. Glad to have you on.
5: Yes, hi. Um, I was calling because uh, I started homeschooling in third grade. My child went through this system, and he was having a lot of issues. And uh, I was asking for help, help, he wasn't understanding and they weren't, they weren't helping with me. So I decided to homeschool him. I and it was the best thing I ever done. I, I learned that through the homeschool program, I got into a co-op where they actually gave me um, 30, was it, 2600, 2600 for the year. And so they'd break it down to um, 1000 every semester. Like wait, $1, wait! $1, every
0: semester. So you you got money from the co-op?
5: Yeah. Well, so, so I was with um, Valiant. It was a program called Valiant. Okay. And this, uh, they the gave the money, and they gave us money, and there was um, a teacher who oversaw everything that we would do. So if we needed help, we could call her. She would help us out, find out the best curriculum for our child's needs, not right. for the general public, but for our child's needs, which was amazing, and then the best part about it was there were churches that would open up their facility, and they would rent rooms from, from the church, so my child was able to take, like, science to you. It'd be like a 40, 55 minute class, so he never lacked nothing. There was science, English, math, and um, and the programs, the way they ran was to help the child, not to push an agenda. Like, okay, we all have to have this done because not all children learn the same way. Right. And they're not all in the same speed. So that was amazing. Um, and then then also with the education, the education they were trying to bring on about the sex education, social emotional learning. Right. Was a big, a big issue I had. So I had joined a program called Informed Parents of California. So we started picketing um, and and talking to parents about the education that they were bringing onto the children. I'll tell you this. Most parents I spoke with would not believe what they wanted to teach their children. They didn't know. You know what? When we tell them, it was such a shock. It was something like, they're not teaching my child that. I'm going, yes, they are. Here's the framework. This is what we're fighting at right now in Sacramento, because when you teach something, there has to be pros and cons, and the big push was anal, you know, oh, sex for ch- yeah. for whip girls because they wouldn't, they can't get pregnant that way.
0: But so, the so, was
5: there, but they could never.
0: Monica, so we, let, let me just ask you. Let, let me go back to your son. How what grade is your son in now?
5: Okay, my my child is he's in um, seventh grade now. Um, so what I did was I did the homeschooling program and I wanted, um, I was listening to your show and you guys had offered a scholarship. Right. So I did use the services and I thank you so much because I was able to get into um, a school called Grace Christian School in Cyprus, which was amazing. Right. Um, from him going to that school, he had advanced. He learned how to use the computers, how to do Google Docs, all kinds of Amazing work that just helped them out, and um, the following year, I couldn't afford it, <laughs> mm. so I went went back to homeschooling. Got it and um, he did great in homeschooling uh, there's like I said there's a lot of services you if your child has an IEP, he does not lack anything. Mm. there is speech, there's language um, and it's all done online so a lot of a lot of parents don't don't know if you homeschool, you don't lose nothing.
0: There's a lot available There's to nothing. homeschooling parents, and 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 honestly, you can. If you talk to anybody who's doing it, they can help point you in the right direction. Monica, thank you for calling. Thanks for sharing your story. Dolores is on the line from southern or from uh, San Diego. Dolores, thanks for calling on Southern California Live.
6: Yes, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to share and encourage. Parents, as um, has been mentioned before, to um, do whatever it takes, whatever sacrifice you need to make, you know, within, excuse me, um, as much as possible to get your kids out of a public school.
0: Now, why um, do you say that?
6: I've, I've, so I was in the public school system in San Diego as an administrator for almost 20 years, and um, I transitioned myself to a this is my first year teaching in a private school, and I was just heartbroken to see um, many Christian kids in the public school system that because, especially in the last few years, because of what has been happening now, they, um, they left their Christian faith
0: so you're teaching math I mean in in the classroom where you're teaching math there's not a whole lot of social indoctrination that comes around things like the quadratic e- equation or the uh you know the the uh, sines cosines and tangents but you're saying that kids they're, in that mm-hmm, environment mm-hmm. they're they're being their character is being shaped or eroded so in
6: the- So what I'm saying, in the public school system, it didn't matter what subject the teachers were teaching, they pushed their political agenda. Really? It could be a math teacher or whatever um, class. And aside from that, again, I believe you mentioned where you were encouraging parents to be very involved, ultra-involved if you do choose to leave your kids in a public school, because even in the middle schools, Parents, I don't know if they don't realize or if they do realize that even clubs that they open up for students to, you know, that they promote among the students. There's clubs that are actively recruiting your students to the LGBTQ hmm. lifestyle, and they have um, after-school activities that are run by lesbians that are support groups or lunch lunchback uh, um Groups, lunch groups that are basically indoctrination
0: groups, and in a peer pressure environment like middle school, that's where kids can find themselves. Just, oh, I'm going to investigate. I'm going to explore, and you get there, and and all of a sudden here's here's what the kids. You're affirmed. You're welcomed. Uh, you're made to feel at home. If you're a little bit of an outcast anywhere, all of a sudden, and now here in this new environment, uh, you're you're accepted, and that's. You know stop and remember when you were thirteen years old, and what mattered most to you is that that you were accepted that you were a part of the group that the other kids didn't make fun of you, and that you were like that that they liked you and so if if you were trying to find your place, you were just looking for social acceptance, and that's where a lot of this spiritual derailing can happen in any kind of a school environment. Dolores, I appreciate your call this afternoon. Eight 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 fifty two 52 talks is the number as we're talking about school choice. Eric is on the line in Hawthorne. Eric, thanks for calling.
7: Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good. Nice to talk to you. I feel like I know you could have been hearing you on the radio for so many years. Anyway, I'm ambivalent on the whole homeschool thing. We have three daughters, my wife and I and our daughter was so smart so ahead of everybody else that when it came time to go to kindergarten she was already done with what most kids do by the time they start uh by the time they finish first grade right so we just kind of fell into it and uh she was born in 87 so you know this is early 90s when homeschooling wasn't exactly legal in the state of california We were doing undercover, so to speak. Uh, We joined the Homeschool Legal Defense Association and uh, we didn't have the support that your previous caller just talked about. Uh, We were just kind of all on our own, but we saw the way that the Santa Monica school system was inviting a shaman in and -hmm. inviting the, and uh, ordering the children to invite a spirit guide into their life which is nothing more than an evil spirit wow. uh, so you know that was not acceptable so we kept them home we did homeschooling we took advantage of the advanced placement classes that they could take through the local uh west LA community college and uh they were smarter than could be imagined at 16 they were graduating from uh High school and with a two-year associate's degree.
0: At and sixteen,
7: none of them have any fire for God at all. Oh wow! They basically walked away. Uh, the oldest, not totally, but as far as fire, uh, as far as desire, as far as uh, witnessing, there's nothing there. The second one uh, walked away from God when she was uh, when she went off to college. Uh, and the third one when she was 18 had an affair with a married man and had a baby before she turned 19. Oh, Eric, um, I'm sorry. And these are, you know, horrible things in my mind. Uh, we had the youngest one we sent to a private Christian school on the west side of Los Angeles. Um, she graduated and was living a horrible, sinful life. That we didn't know about with the boys at the at the high school, so we were dropping thirty grand a year to send her to a private Christian school, only to have her be the worst sinner in the school. Um, So I look back, and there is no hindsight on this for me.
0: Yeah. And, and I understand the situation you're in. And one of the things I've learned over the years is whatever choices you make, there's no, every, every parent I know, Marianne and me included, we, we were looking, give us the recipe, give us the formula for kids to be spiritually sound. We will follow it to the letter because that's what we cared about most. But kids make their own choices and there is no recipe and there is no formula. And we just got to recognize that, and then, and I, I would just say to you too, Eric, in this situation, your daughters their their stories are not over yet, and just keep that in mind. Keep praying for them. keep uh, Keep the the door open for them. Keep the relationship open for them. And um, the story's not over. and And we'll join you in praying, and, and that God would do something and draw these girls back to Him and uh, and back to a life of passion for Christ. Thanks to all of you calling in this afternoon as we've talked about school choice. Hour two of Southern California Live comes up next as uh, the Wednesday edition of Southern California Live continues.